The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome moms and all the other folks who listen as well. I have like single guys who listen to the show, which is very honoring. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we do encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world. So do you ever feel like you need a radical change in the way that you parent to get through to your kids? Or maybe you're a grandparent who's seeking change for your kids and your grandkids. Well, today on the show, we've got an author and mother of six who's going to help us learn how to stop yelling Stay calm and connected no matter what our kids are doing. That seems almost impossible. Andy Martineau is going to help us learn how to communicate effectively with our children using a proven parenting technique called the Connect Method. No bribing, no yelling, and strategies that she's taught to over 10,000 parents, plus her other parenting hacks coming up on Channel Mom. Are you a mom feeling overwhelmed? Let me tell you about a homeschooling mom from Montana. Tessa felt paralyzed until she discovered a drink called Happy Juice, a combination of three products, one for gut brain health, one for metabolism and mood, and a final powerhouse ingredient to increase productivity. With Happy Juice, Tessa's life went from paralysis to productive. Clinical studies report a 50% decrease in depression with Happy Juice. Learn more by texting HAPPY to 720-784-LOVE. That's 720-784-LOVE. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the Compassionate Care Team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back to the show. A little shout out to our radio stations across the country. So grateful for you guys that you listen. If you're driving in your car somewhere in the hinterlands of Idaho or Montana or Oklahoma and uh, maybe you're driving through a little town in Nebraska or Illinois, uh, and then right here in Colorado, in Colorado Springs and Denver. I'm just grateful for our listeners, and I hope, hope, hope that uh, this show is a blessing to you. Also, welcome to our podcast listeners. You can find our show on all the podcast platforms. Please, you know, follow our show, share our show. Uh, I'd be honored because my biggest hope is that we will always and can always be an encouragement and a blessing to moms who need to be lifted up. Okay, a little note about our advertisers. Number one. You hear about Happy Juice in the commercials. I love their Reboot product. It's it's really a quick and easy three-day reset, kind of like a mini cleanse for your gut health. 
if you're having gut issues, which a lot of us do, it supports healthier digestive systems. Um, and, and you can get it for free when you order the happy juice. So it's all kind of a nice little combo. You can also get a $10 off certificate right now. So just check them out by dialing 720-784-LOVE, 720-784-LOVE. Uh, and then you text the word happy. I didn't say that very well, did I? Happy to 720-784-LOVE. And you can get all that stuff I was telling you about and the $10 off as well. And then my friends at Alternatives are having a big event. And I hope they'll have fa- fabulous attendance because they need your support right now. Um, it, they're, they're calling it the greatest summer carnival ever. <laughs> um, it's all happening on June 10th. It starts at 11 a.m. and ends at 3 p.m. It's in Centennial. You can order tickets for just 20 bucks, and that helps their cause at youhavealternatives.org. Youhavealternatives.org with the backslash and events. Yeah, I hope you'll support them. They do fabulous, important work. All right, last little thing, last little bit of business before we get to our guest. Accelebrate. That is the name of our big event, our biggest event of the year. It's at Bandamere Speedway. And if you know anything about Denver news right now, Bandamere Speedway is closing its doors after 65 years at that location and moving to another location. So this is your last chance to get the opportunity to race down that racetrack. I will race you if you want me to. I did it last year. Uh, we race. You can buy tickets, and then you can buy tickets to, to either be a spectator or to race. It's such a blast. There's food and fun and a live auction, and it helps us raise money to help all the moms and kids that we help all over the place. So I would love it if you'd sign up for Accelerate. It's on July 27th. Just go to channelmom.org, channelmom.org, and there's a there's a sign-up page there for Accelerate. Oh, I'd be honored, and I'd love to see you. All right, so here we go. I love this guest's bio because it starts with a shout-out to her motherhood. Andy Martineau is a mother of six kids. And she's also what she calls a reformed yeller. Andy is a parenting coach and creator of the Connect Method Parenting. I I guess it doesn't really need the the in there. Connect Method Parenting. And she's also the author of a book by the same name. She's here to help us figure out why our kids or our grandkids are not listening and uh, help us learn a step-by-step process of regaining influence with our kids without yelling and without all that conflict. Welcome to Channel Mom, Andy. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk uh, about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. And and it's going to be a huge help to some moms today, I'm imagining, that are at their wits' end, or some grandmas that that are witnessing what's going on with their grandkids. I, I hope you're going to be a blessing. I want to say something to kind of lead yeah. us into this, and I want to see what you think of it. Mm-hmm. I was driving by, you know, I drive from the mountains down to the city when I do this show, and I, I drove by one very, very dirty, confused, homeless man who was trying to talk to somebody. And I just, my heart went out to him. I prayed for him as I was driving by because I couldn't really get to him. And then after that, I drove by a couple homeless camps. And this is happening in cities all over America. We all know that. First of all, we should be praying for our country and what's happening. But the second thing I think, Andy, and I'm curious what you think of this, is that that we'll talk about the symptoms of things like homelessness and gun violence and drug use and suicides. Right. We talk about all that stuff. And I think we we don't talk about the root that is beneath so much of the crises that are going on in our country. And that is the breakdown of the family. And and Mm. all these people are lost and alone and, and using drugs and have mental illness and all this. Because at some point, they stopped receiving or never received the support and love they needed from their mom and their dad or their family. Do you, I mean, I, rarely do I think that a, a huge crisis comes out of a perfectly stable home. What do you think? 
Well, I think this brings up such a great point of the basic, one of the basic needs we have as, as humans is to feel connected and attached to people and to receive that love and acceptance, even when we mess up. And yeah. so I think you're, you're hitting right at the, at the heart of it is even though I like to believe all of us are, all of us humans are doing the best we can. Sometimes it's not very good, you know? Yeah, sure. And so when a parent is struggling to be there for a child and the child doesn't receive that, that connection and that support and that love, then yeah, it does cause, it does cause problems because that's one of the fundamental needs we have as humans is to be connected, especially as children. You know, it's baked into an instinctual need of survival, you know, we really need an adult to take care of us, not just our our needs physically, but our emotional and, and mental, you know, spiritual, all of those needs. And so I think I think you're spot on that if you go back to, to that root of connection, there's something lacking there with people who are really struggling or or who are homeless or who are just, you know, having having a hard time making decisions that help them. Yeah. fulfill their potential. Yeah, thank yeah. you for thank you for confirming my theory because I think we talk about all yeah. these <laughs> we talk about all these solutions in politics and and very few people are willing to talk about the family because it's too complicated. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, "How do I fix it the is, family?" you know? And so they don't want to go right. there. Um all right, so yeah. I like to do something that I call the show setup soundbite. And and we are talking about connection because the name of your parenting method is the Connect Method of Parenting. And and you've right. written a whole book about it. The book is called Connect Method Parenting. And it's all about a new way to, to have confidence with our ha- children, to have connection with our children, to have calmness with our children, to not have to yell when we're, we're dealing with what, you know, bad behavior we, we might call. And, and you p- particularly focus on the need to stop yelling. <laughs> so I went and looked up, um, I, I tried to look for a soundbite on yelling. And uh, th- I think this is from maybe the show, The Doctors, and this is what they had to say about yelling. To yell or not to yell, that is the question many parents ponder. Raising children is an art that's hard to master, with experts suggesting radically different approaches that seemingly change every day. But can yelling at your kids actually harm them? Some research has been emerging that says raising your voice at your children may be as damaging as physical abuse. Yeah. So that's what they're saying. Now, this could also be the latest theory of the moment, and they'll, they'll take that back. But, but, but for now, <laughs> right. they're saying yelling at your kids can be as harmful, harmful as physical abuse. I, I guess I would probably disagree, but, but they're, the point is they're saying it's harmful. And, and you're not right. here to guilt moms. But, but tell me, you actually share the moment that you are talking to your friend on the phone or something after a day of huge difficulty with, I think, all yeah. six of your children. <laughs> and you had a meltdown moment and you didn't you weren't proud of your parenting and you were like, I'm a horrible mom. And, and your friend had such grace for you. Tell us about that moment that made you think I need a new method of parenting. Yeah, I mean, I did. I had six kids in eight years, so I was in this pressure cooker of trying to figure it out yeah. and not doing very well, using all the, what I would say, traditional tools of, you know, not, not wanting to yell, but resorting to that, feeling like that might be the only reason or only way, rather, that it would work. But after not having it work for so many years and, and really having a couple of pretty, I don't know, just... As I would, as I would reflect on the moment, just really incriminating, I would say, yeah. moments. Um, I I had to start exploring other ways to parent, and I didn't. I, it was really, and I, I think a lot of moms can relate to this. It was really scary to give up this perceived control I thought I had when I used 
punishments or rewards, yelling, ultimatums, bribes, because I thought that that's what parenting was. Yeah. You know, I thought that that was the definition of parenting, right? The essence of parenting is discipline. But that's not the essence of parenting. I did I didn't know exactly what it was at the moment, and it was really scary to step out of it because I thought my kids were just going to rule the house and I was going to be this passive mom and not be able to instill my values and what mattered to me. Uh, but what I found out is that really the essence of parenting is creating an environment where our children can thrive, where they can fulfill their potential, where we can, you know, we do create some safety and some parameters as parents. We're not just you know, letting them do whatever. So there, there is a boundaries, but within those boundaries, we are focusing on, okay, what can I do to help my children develop into the fullest version of themselves? I like to think of it as a gardener. You know, the gardener goes to the nursery and gets the seed, and they're very clear that that seed and what it becomes is not going to be up to them. You know, if they get it, it's, it's all baked in there. And so the the gardener then is focusing on the soil and the fertilizer and the sunlight and all of the conditions so that that seed can thrive. And I think as a parent, when we can step into that role of, okay, my job isn't to control, my job is to create an environment where my children can thrive, then we have so much more impact and influence. And and the idea of yelling, I, I don't want any mom to think, or to beat themselves up if they've yelled. Most moms have. Yeah, <laughs> we've, yeah. we've gotten so triggered and our nervous system gets so activated that we might go into that fight or flight mode. But what I will say is when we inspect it with kindness and compassion, which is really, really important. And that's what I was able to start to finally do. It was really hard for me to be kind as to myself. I was very wanting to do the right thing and wanting to help, you know, make sure everything went right with my kids. But when we can just step back and, and just get curious about why, why did I yell and learn from it, then we can grow and develop. And yeah. I think there, I think, yeah. You, you have some, you have some questions that you ask at the beginning, beginning of the book, because you, you have this yeah. very, you have these very interesting t- titles to your chapters that I think would alarm some moms. And, and one of them is that parenting is not about correcting. Parenting is not correcting, mm-hmm. you say. And, and so you are, are saying this, and I want to read a little bit from your book, and then the questions that you tell a mom to ask herself before she goes off into yelling, spanking, disciplining, right? You say, yeah. it's no more just surviving the storms. Every time the kids act out, you'll get more confident in your ability to stay calm and connected no matter what. Success is ine- inevitable if you consistently practice connect method parenting. And you say this, before we go any further, take a second to think about what you really want. How do you want to feel about your children when they are misbehaving? How do you want to respond when your child has an off-track behavior? Why do you want to feel and respond like that? What do you want your children to think and feel about you? And and so you say, you know, take these, this step back and start to think about, how do I want to do the same old thing and yell at them and get frustrated and then, then we're tense and now they're mad at me and now they're crying and, mm-hmm. and now they're yelling. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and so you talk about asking questions. So so can you take us through sort of the, the methods, because I know there's a lot to this, but take us through the method that you want a mama to employ instead of the same yeah. correcting yelling behavior? Yeah, I I want her to go into the place where it's more of a, uh, quest- questions of curiosity. So I love to say behavior is information. And when we can neutralize the behavior and instead of thinking they're so rude or why is this child being so, you know, uh, difficult right now, 
instead saying, okay, this, the behavior is this, and what is it telling me? What, what is causing my child? And we may not get to the actual root of the, you know, the actual answer perhaps, but we can theorize about it and it allows us to get curious about what might be happening. Assume that they're doing their best, that if they're yelling or if they're, you know, rolling their eyes or the teenager's giving you difficulty, that there's some reason behind that, that that's not your child, that that's not what's really at the core of who they are. And, and I, I really believe at the core of every human is, you know, if, if they were able to come out fully, that they are an, just this beautiful human that if they were not triggered or hadn't had some kind of maybe trauma or something, that they, that they would be this beautiful human. And I love for parents to just think about that. Like this, this human, this child I have, let me believe in their best. Let me believe beyond their behavior. And let me just give, give them the benefit of the doubt and get curious and assume that there's a reason. And it might be because one of their friends, you know, texted them something unkind and they're feeling really bad about themselves or they failed a test or something else might have triggered their nervous system, activated their fight or flight. And that's why they're just coming to this situation, you know, seeming, you know, seeming a little more triggered than maybe we would like them to be and drop into curiosity. And then the same for the parent. I love them just saying to themselves, like, why am I feeling maybe so alarmed or so frustrated about this? And is there something more for me to learn so that I can show up calm and connected? Because the way we show up impacts the way our kids are able to show up. You know, we're, we can extend that connection and that um, benefit of the doubt to them and they will feel that they can map it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So those, yeah, those mirror neurons that are in our brains, we want them sending out something beautiful so our kids can mirror that back to us and and we can all So often our angry parenting has to do with pride and not liking what other people are seeing our children do. Mm -hmm. And so we're rising up in pride. Like, how dare you make me look bad? Um, (laughs) So so that's part of it. But but I'm going to ask you the tough question now, Andy. And that is, as as you're saying things, and I'm going to just name a few things that you're saying. When you stop trying to fix the kids, they fix themselves Mm -hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you're, you're saying let, you don't need to focus on correcting um, as, as much as connecting and, you do, and, and parenting mm-hmm. does not have to be focused on discipline um, and, and you want to focus more on accepting than rejecting. I know there are moms and dads out there that are saying, <laughs> oh, my goodness, are you saying I have sinless little precious babies that never do anything wrong? And, and, and what do we do with that when the Bible tells us that we sin and we do need to be corrected in yeah. that regard? And, and yeah. uh, you, you know what I'm saying? And also, actually, the Bible says spare the rod and you spoil the child. So what do you do with those arguments? You know what I mean? I yeah, no, it's there's such good questions and it can be so scary to think about um reframing it in this way. And I'm not saying I just want to be clear cuz sometimes people can hear that and think, "Oh my gosh, she's saying to just be passive <laughs> and just to be all squishy and let them do whatever." No, they have to have limits. But I use words like limits instead of consequences, just because for so many of us, consequences are punitive. Yeah. People were giving us consequences to fix us or to make us different instead of just a limit to help us thrive. And I, and I say don't correct, connect, because correction is such a knee-jerk reaction for some, so many of us. We want to go in and fix, 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 yeah. instead of saying, like, what if it's the relationship? And yeah. That that's really going to create the impact and influence. I, and one of the best ways to illustrate it is 
the people in our life that we want to listen to that have impact and influence on, on us are the people who we have good relationships with. And good connection. You don't have to agree on everything. Right. But connection with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, we only have six minutes left, so I want to make sure I get, because I know people are going to want to hear yes. more of this. Um, yeah. I want you to tell me about the science behind Connect Method Parenting. Yeah, it's all based in science, which I, as a former nurse, I need all that data. So, um, But there's been scientists, uh, psychologists, developmental psychologists like Gordon Neufeld, who has really dedicated his his career to taking the different theories, the attachment theories, um, the, the cognitive behavioral theories, all these different theories, and putting them into uh, the, presenting the data, rather, to say, hey, when we are focused on the relationship, then we do better, then people respond better. Uh-huh. And some of the studies have been super fascinating. Like they have, because sometimes we'll think, oh, well, I'll just do a reward versus a, you know, a punishment. And, and they're two sides of the same coin. And that's sometimes hard for us to hear. But it's really interesting to look at some of the studies. They have a study with toddlers that was done where they asked them, they had two groups and they asked them both to do a task. And then one group they rewarded and one group they didn't, and then they asked them to do a second task. And the group that was given the reward, in this case, so it seems positive and happy, um, was 30%, I think it was 30% less likely to do the second task. And that points to this idea that when we are trying to externally control somebody, when that's our belief, and that's kind of the, the, the behavioralism belief, the behavioralist belief is that it's external consequences or rewards, or you can call them punishments and rewards, that are going to change, shape a be- shape the children's behavior. When, we're, when we think that's the way we're going to shape people, what we are oftentimes, and I, this was totally, I didn't see this for so many years, is that we're, we're diminishing or we're um, impeding or, do, I don't know what the right word is, but the intrinsic motivation, we're dampening that. So yeah. what we really want to do is we want our children to choose right? To want to listen to us. That's why in the book I say, you know, get your kids to want to listen to you. Now, will they or not? You know, that's going to change from situation to situation, but you're giving yourself uh, the type of connection with them where they, they choose you to be their, you know, the, the person they listen to. I sometimes jokingly say they choose you to be their leader, right? While you're in their house. Because they like you. Yeah. And they're connected to you. And because, I, yeah. And I'm sorry to interrupt yes. you, but I want to make sure we get to everything. Yeah. Um, and, and you just told us why bribes and ultimatums don't work because they did these studies and, and that just because they got an ice cream cone doesn't mean that they did the task the next time. Um, and that's really interesting. You're, you're beginning to convince me. And even as I think about my 24, <laughs> 24 year old son and 20 year old daughter, I think, yeah, when I'm having conflict, um, and I sometimes conflict with my 24-year-old son more than my daughter. Um, it's uh-huh. because of I'm not nurturing the relationship. I'm just correcting him. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. that's really, really good advice. So so last words, we've only got about two and a half, three minutes left. You, you say that we've got to practice this stuff. Um, we, mm-hmm. we have to practice it over. And it's not going to necessarily just a one quick, one fix thing. You say we've got to practice you know, your suggestions and connecting. And you have this whole thing about seeing, setting, staying, playing, playing, directing, bridging. Can you just give us a quick synopsis? It's got to be about two minutes long of how we practice connecting with our kids with the connect method. Yeah, I'll try to see if I can do it in two minutes. So I do have a framework called seen and heard or a tool rather where it talks about the first step of just creating or establishing a working relationship and making sure that's the priority. So when we're going through 
the the framework of connect method parenting it's really like am i showing up in a way that i can respect and that my child you know wants to reciprocate wants to choose me to be their to be you know the person who they influence because just because we have the right or sorry just because we have the the role of the leader of the parent doesn't give us the right to parent it's the relationship that gives us the you know really the right to parent and so when we take time to connect before like let's say your you know your your son you needed to say you wanted to give him some you know of your opinion it's it's if you have that relationship it's not about correcting at that point it's about sharing it's about especially at that age right collaborating you know, having those conversations where then he gets to decide what I want, what he wants to do with that. Um, yeah, setting yeah. limits as needed, but all of the, all of that comes after we've spent time connecting. So we can set a limit. We can stay with them if they're having an emotionally difficult time and us learning how to have the emotional capacity to um, validate ourselves when our children are having maybe a meltdown or just, you know, not obeying in the way we wish they would, you know, and yeah. being able to do that. Um, getting better at playing and connecting with them and just being lost in the moment with them instead of so worried as adults, we get so worried about what Behavior. to do next. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so like, can we be present? So, so, can we be present, right? And then always reconnecting. Uh, yeah, I know I made you go through that really quickly. It, it's good stuff. She <laughs> is a parenting coach. She's taught these things to, to over 10,000 parents, I believe. Um, so tell us yes. how we find you and your book, Andy. So my book's on Amazon or Audible, and if you want to read or listen. And then my website is just Connect Method Parenting. Okay, awesome. Thank you for your fabulous advice, Andy. Take care, dear. Oh, thanks for having me on. All right. Bye. Bye. This is the time of the show. I thank you. I know parenting can be hard, but it's also, I don't know, the best job on the planet. So God bless you, Mom, for all the work you do, all the sacrifice. Even when nobody thanks you, I'm thanking you. Thanks for what you're doing to raise up that next generation. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks so much for listening, and hello to my whole family. If Channel Mom Radio and Podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to ChannelMom.org and click Donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together channel mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family we depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood our life-changing programs are over capacity so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids be a part of the change you want to see from others and families visit channelmom.org and click donate we thank you for your generous support and may god bless you for coming alongside channel mom.